Welcome to the Soul Talks podcast, where we equip pastors, leaders, and other men and women in ministry to thrive with Jesus in their life and leadership. Now let's join Bill and Christy Galtier, doctors in psychology, spiritual directors, and founders of Soul Shepherding. Welcome, friends. Thank you for joining Bill and I for this Soul Talk conversation. We are so thankful for you. What a privilege and a joy to follow Jesus together, to be growing and learning together as we follow him in discipleship and share this life in his kingdom. Today, we're going to follow up on our podcast last time with Alice Freiling and talk about aging, aging faithfully. And how that? How are you working that out, Bill, personally in your life today? Well, I've just celebrated a birthday recently, and those of you who are listening know, as we get older, sometimes we wish those numbers would go the other direction. We want to <laughs> recapture some earlier years. You never thought you'd feel that way. I remember when we were first married, you couldn't wait till you had some gray hairs. You thought, when I'm older, I'll give more respect. Nobody respects me because I'm so young. <laughs> yeah, well, being a psychologist, uh, gosh, as a, as a young therapist, there, there was, one time somebody came in to meet with me, and uh, he, he just turned and walked right out and said, I was expecting somebody older. And it's like, <laughs> he did not want to even meet with me. Or people would say, well... How are you going to help me? Yeah. <laughs> and I, I guess I had a young face. And so, yes, as a young person, uh, professional, late 20s, early 30s, I always wanted to be older. But then there comes a time where you, you want to recapture those younger years. Yeah. <laughs> I, I remember played basketball as a, as a boy in high school and college. is my favorite sport to play. And remember the experience, I think it was in my uh, mid-30s, where... I would have in my mind the visions and images of feelings of when I was younger and what I could do on the basketball court. And so I would just see myself doing it and I, and I would go to do it, but I couldn't do it. I, I couldn't jump as high. I couldn't move the same way. I couldn't uh, make that shot the same way, especially in, in the competition of a game. And it was, it was so discouraging. And it didn't matter if I did lots of exercises and jumping rope to get my, my leg strength up for, for uh, playing basketball. It didn't, it, I couldn't do what I would envision that I could do because I was past my physical prime. And that just sort of continues as, as we get older and we see wrinkles and sags and we have aches and pains and difficulties sleeping and, and maybe health challenges and problems that are much worse than this. And so it can be really discouraging. Mm-hmm. And so we look in the mirror and we try to make ourselves look younger and we, and we remember the, the days from before and we want, we want to be back there. And on one hand, that's natural as part of the, the, the grieving process that, that goes with the loss of some of our physical capacities and, and attractiveness, especially in a culture that so idolizes youth. Uh, but yet there's something about that that is like really like not cooperating with the work of the Holy Spirit in our life and the wisdom and, and teachings of the scriptures about our life being eternal. So I've been meditating because I, I sometimes I hear myself say like, oh, we're not, I'm not going to mention how, how old I am or uh, making comments that come out of this place of, of regret and this place of looking at myself as a, a f- physical being and wanting to be, be younger and but I'm like devaluing the the eternal life and the abundant life of God in me and the the fact that I'm increasing in spiritual substance or I can be 
in the process of aging. And so I love in 2 Corinthians 4 where, where Paul, I think he's working this out himself because he's, he's writing to us from the standpoint of trials and persecutions and sufferings that he's experiencing, being hard-pressed in his work as an apostle and a church planter and just the stress of that and the challenges of making decisions and, and the weight of that and traveling um, dozens, even hundreds of miles uh, on uh, journeys of uh, missions that he was going on and the, the weariness that would go with that and the difficulty sleeping and the experience of being stoned. He was stoned to death in a pile of rocks on top of him and, and everybody thought, thought he was dead, his enemies in particular. Uh, but after they walked away, he he pushed away the stones and cleared the dust off himself, and he he walked on, and and he was still alive. But he he was beaten up from that and going through shipwrecks and so many things that he experienced that were uh, extremely taxing on his body, and he he wasn't a young man anymore as he's writing to us in the New Testament, and so he says, therefore we do not lose heart, though outwardly we are wasting away. Physically, in my, in my body, and what you can see, though outwardly I am wasting away, yet inwardly we are being renewed day by day. Inwardly or spiritually we can be renewed day by day. For these light and momentary afflictions are achieving for us an eternal glory that far outweighs them all. Wow, there's a hidden, invisible, eternal glory of God's presence in growing in Christ-likeness that has weight or substance to it that's beyond the, the, the physical limitations and pains that can feel so weighty, but there's this other weight. So he says, we fix our eyes not on what is seen, but what is unseen. For what is seen is temporary, but what is unseen is eternal. So I've been meditating on that and trying to re- format my thoughts and my feelings, my attitudes, and just my, my view of myself, what I see when I look in the mirror, and to see if I can't see the, the smile of Jesus, the shine of Jesus, the, the glory of God, and if I can't value my growth in character, uh, in Christ-likeness, that, that goes with me into heaven, and, and value that so much that it's more important to me than the loss of my physical abilities or, or energies. So you're aware of your physical declines. You're, you're seeing those. You're tempted to feel a lot of grief and sadness about those, but it's helping you to remember this, the greater truth of your eternal life in Christ, the spiritual substance, and that's helping you to, to take hope and courage to face the physical losses, the realities that you don't like that are hard in aging? Again, it's the integration of the feelings and the faith. And so So both what you're saying there, that's really key. You're saying there it's being honest and doing the grief work and the acknowledging the accepting work of I'm aging. I don't have the strength, the energy, the prime physical abilities that I used to have. And when I look in the mirror, I'm not looking like I used to, and I'm feeling grief about that. So it's letting yourself process that grief and that loss and feel it, but not just stay stuck in the, the loss and the grief. Yeah, and the way I don't get stuck in that is when I'm 
emotionally honest with you or with a friend and I can go deeper than just complaining about it. It's natural to complain and make comments, but the real point is to dig underneath that a little bit and use some feeling words. It's how I feel sad. I miss I miss the ability to run faster or to play basketball. I miss the energy I had before. I, I miss the way I, I, I looked before and the way people responded to me. And uh, I wish I didn't have these wrinkles. And so those kinds of things where I can uh, do some grief work there and be emotionally honest and receive empathy. And that helps me to, to let go. It helps me to be the age I am, to be in the day today. And then it, it makes for fertile uh, soil in my heart to receive the truth of God's word. So, Because sometimes what we do is we go to scripture and we read truths or we, we listen to a message or, or read a book and then we, we get some ideas and then we just kind of use them to shove our emotions down. Mm-hmm. And we'll like judge how we feel. Like, well, gee, I, sh- I, shouldn't, I shouldn't be complaining about aging because that's not very godly. And we don't realize, well, underneath that complaint is, is the sadness or, or the fear of getting more vulnerable. Mm-hmm. And so it's important to pay attention to what I'm complaining about and then uh, express the emotions and the needs, uh, the losses that are underneath that, and then receive empathy and grace. And then that helps us to, to be stronger in our faith so that mm-hmm. the, the truth of God's word can, can actually root itself in there. And so then that's what I'm doing now is I'm meditating on 2 Corinthians 4, uh, even this morning while I was going out for a run, and I'm just going over those verses just again and again, that therefore we do not lose heart, though outwardly we're wasting away, yet inwardly we're being renewed day by day. For these light and momentary afflictions are achieving for us an eternal glory that far outweighs them all. So we fix our eyes not on what is seen, but what is unseen. And as I meditate on those scriptures, as I pray those scriptures and and spin them off into personalized prayers from my life and my experience and and my emotions. It's it's shifting my my personality and and my identity and where I'm rooted and where I'm grounded. So I'm not just rooted and grounded in this visible world, yet that's part of my my life. My my, my body is an essential part of my life, but then there is this hidden dimension to my life with Jesus in the Father's world, and it's an eternal life. And I actually am increasing in this weight of glory. My, my, my apprehension and experience of this is, is growing. And so there is a, a more substance, more uh, heavenly substance to my personality, or there can be, through my walk with Jesus. And so just recalibrating my, my attitudes and my identity so that I'm living from the hidden place with Jesus in the kingdom of God. So you're you're setting your mind on that truth, on that eternal focus, on like Colossians three says, set your mind on things above. You're you're doing that. You're you're getting hope in this eternal reality, but you're not using that to shut down the emotions and the grief. You're doing both the work of acknowledging the grief work and the loss now. And you're letting that lead you into this other sure hope also. Yes, and then the truth of God's word can can inspire us and inspire some positive emotions of, of hope and love and joy and peace and, and confidence. And 
and in a way that those emotions have more more rootedness in our personality and, and more uh, endurance, more enduring power. Because if we just take if we just take insights and truth and and we use it to try to force ourselves into a, a positive attitude. Yeah, I think a lot of people would say, "Well, don't don't think, just don't think about that you're aging. Don't think about the losses. Don't mourn it. Just just don't worry about it. Just just be happy that you're growing in spiritual substance." We think, "Oh, my my feelings are getting in the way of my faith, my godliness." And it's it's actually the exact opposite. If if we will take the time to work those emotions through with the support of someone who is listening and praying for us, then then we actually have a, an opportunity for a greater intimacy with God. In a, in a more uh, r- robust and, and deepening experience with God's Word, where it's actually integrating into the depths of our personality through our emotions, rather than being put on top of our emotions to sort of get them down and in out, out of sight or whip them into shape. Remember, Bill, many times we would hear Dallas Willard teach about how aging is an important part of our discipleship to Jesus, and that aging is an important part for us to actually help us live in the kingdom of God. Yeah, he would say that aging is not just a loss. It's actually a gain because of what we've been saying from 2 Corinthians 4 and, and uh, Colossians 3, that there is this uh, unseen spiritual world that is real. and It's not only waiting for us when we die, but it's coming right down here to where we are now, and we can breathe that air. We, we, we can feel that presence of God, and we, we can uh, interact and, and integrate our life with Jesus, uh, the, the risen one. Well, and I think, too, it helps me, you know, in the Triangle of Transformation in the Easy Yoke book, that we write about not wasting and throwing away our trials, but that actually using those to lean in in our discipleship with Jesus. And I think aging helps me to do that. It helps me. I mean, there is a temptation to want to just throw away that trial of aging. But I think as I take heart from that and I realize, no, this is part of my discipleship to Jesus, it helps me to let go of things that are temporary, things that I get attached to in this life, in this earth, and to value more the eternal and that ongoing interactive relationship with Jesus. Yeah, aging is a continual trial. Once we probably hit around 40 or something like that, it's pretty much every day we're going to have some realization that I'm not at my physical prime anymore. Uh, And so to be emotionally honest about that's an opportunity. So yeah, in the Triangle of Transformation, this is from our book, Your Best Life in Jesus' Easy Yoke, the three points of that triangle are um, believing Jesus' gospel, Worshiping God, being enthralled with Jesus and his Father, and accepting the trials of daily life is an opportunity to trust God and to trust people, to be emotionally honest. And then uh, the third point is practicing spiritual disciplines uh, for as means of grace. And those three uh, work together. Those are the three things that we can do in our discipleship with Jesus to to become more like Jesus. And so I think that's even what you were doing as you were meditating on this passage, is that you were you were treasuring Jesus, enthralled with Jesus and his kingdom. And I was then, doing that through Paul, and, and the way Paul was enthralled with Jesus. Yeah, and then you were feeling your, your aging and how you feel about your upcoming birthday, 
and how it feels to be in your body at this age and knowing that you're not getting any younger. And then you were practicing the spiritual discipline of scripture memory and meditation. Yes, that's right. Yep, we're just working through that triangle. And now you're working through it again with another spiritual discipline of having a soul talk about it. And we often have these kind of conversations because it just helps me helps me in my prayer life. It helps me in my faith to be emotionally honest with you. And so it's fun to share that with you who are listening. And we just so appreciate having you in our community and just knowing that you uh, you listen with grace and you learn. And we, we really appreciate your feedback is what you're what you're receiving from soul shepherding and questions that you have. It's always a, a joy for us. And the biggest joy is when we get to be with you, if we could speak at your church or best of all, have you in our institute. Just love doing the five-day retreats with you and uh, having you We have you a couple our... new cohorts of those starting this year too. So check those out at soulshepherding.org. And you can earn a certificate in the Ministry of Spiritual Direction uh, which is a, a life-changing ministry for you and the people around you as you learn how to really listen with empathy and guide people with spiritual wisdom uh, in, in things like the Christ stages of faith uh, from uh, Journey of the Soul and really understanding how what stage are people in and how to listen differently and how to care for them where they are and how to guide them uh, in their journey of discipleship, even through the wall. Uh, Lord, thanks for each of our friends listening, and we just are so grateful for the opportunity that we have to journey together. Uh, And uh, God, we just pray for each of our listeners that you would help us in our journey of life and as we experience uh, aging, as we experience uh, other uh, trials in our life, other wounds. Lord, help us always to remember that uh, because of your mercy, Lord, Uh, Though outwardly we are wasting away, though outwardly we uh, experience losses and and wounds and limitations, yet inwardly, in our heart, in our inner person, we can be renewed day by day by your word, Lord, by your presence. And we really can be increasing in the spiritual substance of your glory. And this is the, the, the best gift that we can give to you with our life today and for all eternity is, is our character to be formed, uh, reshaped, to be more like Jesus, to be more loving. Help us, Lord, to value that, to value the hidden things, the eternal things, as we live our, our lives on this earth, Lord. And with each breath that we, we take, Lord, uh, each, each moment of life, that we would be doing it in your presence uh, and for your glory and to love the people around us. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Thank you for joining us on the Soul Talks podcast. To find out more about growing in your life and leadership, subscribe to the podcast and visit us at soulshepherding.org. You can also find us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram 